The Holistic Jam podcast with Anita Denise is for you if you are open-minded and wanting to deepen your awareness of all things spiritual. Anita delivers enlightening insights in bite-sized episodes. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Jam podcast with Anita Denise, episode 21. You is for understanding what animal communication is not. Now for you, those of you that may have been listening to the podcast over the past months, um, will be aware that I am myself an animal communicator. I also work professionally for many years as a dog training instructor and I now share my life with eight dogs at home. I also have four tortoises as well, but they're a lot easier to, to take care of. Now, it was during my time working as a dog trainer that I became very aware of my ability to be able to understand um the emotions, the feelings and the thoughts of the animals that was coming to my school. And this explored me to to want to look deeper into it and to learn more about animal communication and what animals, what species you can and cannot communicate with. Well, over that time, I learned you can, basically, we can communicate with any species of animal, wild animal, domesticated animal, and even the more um, simplistic creatures for example, um, maybe frogs, maybe reptiles, these creatures still will have um, thoughts and feelings in a much more simpler way maybe than the horse or the dog may, but they still will have their own innate behaviour and innate feelings. And as my time has gone more towards the animal communication and and less of the dog training world, um, I often get asked by people, uh, what is communication and how does it work? And basically it is a language of thoughts and feelings and we can use our own mind-to-mind connection using telepathy to tap into the animal of how it's feeling, if it's a bit depressed, if it's feeling unwell, if it's sort of come from a rescue sort of place, how their past may have been. But also I think it's important for us to understand what animal communication is not. Now, Animal communication, you cannot control the mind of an animal and tell it what to do. You know, any more than I could tell you what to do or you could tell somebody else what to do. We all have that own essence of our own free will. Now, it was during my time working as a dog trainer that I was asked to get their dogs to stop chasing rabbits, stop chasing the deer stop chasing other dogs now what needs to be considered with any animal is their own innate behaviors one of my own dogs her name is maya she's a sicilian hound and her breed purpose is to hunt for rabbits now her innate behavior is to chase small mammals no matter how much i may ask her not to chase the squirrels she will She cannot help it, as her natural drives and innate behaviours take over. It's just the same as asking a cat not to go out and hunt for their prey, even though they may have just well had their dinner. When these sort of issues arise, yes, I can ask them to stop the said behaviour that their human may not want them to display. But I cannot control the mind of an animal to actually make them stop doing a particular 
behavior that may not necessarily resonate too well with their own human you know, we can we can talk to the animal we can ask them why they may be doing this what comes to light maybe sometimes uh, which happened when i was dog training some birds some breeds here are, are meant to be working dogs huskies for example and they're only getting half an hour walk all a day now these dogs obviously are going to display more um, behaviors that may not be so necessarily wanted within the family home so i remember a man saying to me a long time a time ago can you please stop my dog from chasing the deer that come into my back garden and um, he lived on the edge of a forest and i had to suggest to him he may prefer to get a secure fence we have actually had to do this with one of my own dogs back to maya because she's able to scale a fence uh, so we had to put six foot fences up to stop her trying to trace the squirrels that was in our garden and, and thankfully now she has calmed down quite some bit she's getting a little bit older now but still if she sees that squirrel in the garden she is going to want to chase it so animal communication is not about mind control so if you're thinking or considering of using a communicator or you may um, be communicating with your own animal because we all have the ability to actually communicate with our own animal and it's just really down to trust, trust the information that we get back from our animal. Sometimes we can be too emotionally connected with our own animal to be able to listen clearly what they're trying to tell us. And as human beings, we don't always want to necessarily listen to what they are telling us because we feel as they're human, we know better. So basically, it is not about mind control. Animal communication is not a substitute for clear and humane training and behaviour management, which may sound a bit harsh in some aspects, but most animals, domesticated animals especially, have to live in, in a, a less dog-friendly world than when I was growing up. Um, not so much with cats because people expect cats to chase to chase the mice, to chase the bird, but dogs also are prey animals and these are expected not to chase and behave in a certain way. So it's, it's a responsibility of the human to, you know, to make sure that the animal does have um, basic boundaries. And we can use these basic bands using our own communication. What we cannot do is we cannot actually control the mind of the animal. You know, we still have to do work with the species, use appropriate training methods. And hopefully most people nowadays are using more positive reinforcements to help the animals become, you know, they're, they're, they're able to display their behaviours that are natural for the actual animal you're caring for. But by the same token that they too know that some behaviors are not acceptable but as i said we cannot control the mind of the animal so it has to be done communication to find the root cause of why it actually wants to display a particular behavior if it's not being directed elsewhere now another question people ask me uh, become more and more is about diagnosing an animal's illness now Diagnosing or prescribing treatment basically is not in the is out of bounds for an animal communicator, unless the animal communicator is also a qualified vet. And this is probably actually illegal in most places around the world, unless you have a veterinary license, 
we as animal communicators are not allowed to diagnose or prescribe any particular medication and I always say to someone who comes to see me um, especially around health issues that you know I ask have you seen the vet because you know it's always nice to make sure the vet's perspective is what is taking place within the animal's physical being but as an animal communicator what I can do or what other animal communicators can do we can share with you symptoms from the animal's perspective we can communicate with them about their perspective or understanding of their situation for example they may be aware there's a pain discomfort somewhere in their body and we can ask them and get a feeling for what makes them feel better what makes them feel worse if the human is aware that animal has been injured we can also communicate with the animal to find out how what why and when this actually injury take place sometimes with animals as well you may find that um, certain cases where it's difficult to actually diagnose what is actually taking place with an animal um, and this has actually happened to one of my own animals in particular some years ago now who's now in the spirit world not through the illness but just basically um, through a different a different condition but it's really nice if you can find a vet that will actually work with you um, and your animal communicator because in this sort of situation it can really help to help the animal to locate um, what is taking place where it's taking place and then sort of to help the animal to really be able to to offer you exactly what treatment what method is actually working best for them but again it always comes down to the vet is the person in charge of the animal's overall health and well-being when it comes down to giving um, any form of treatment from the medical profession but as a reiki master and i'm trained in energy healing and many people nowadays are also trained in different modalities of healing what we can do is as a communicator we can share with you what we perceive about the energetic imbalances areas of vulnerability in the animal or areas of strength or experiences that may have had an impact on your animal however as i said we are not actually allowed to diagnose illnesses injuries or conditions but may get a feeling of an, a feeling from our own um, work as a as a healer of where the discomfort why the discomfort and how long this has been taking place for your animal and even intolerances a lot of animals now coming through with intolerances to different foods um, and again this is a good way of actually looking into the diet what's taking place and other certain aspects of the food that does cause the animal to have an intolerance to something now say so some vets are very open to working in partnership with an animal communicator but this is not always easy to find so it's just made to be down to find do some homework if you can find one that will work with somebody like myself because it works well with issues that say may be difficult to diagnose where it can help the animal and it can help their human um, to with difficult medical 
situations and often this does have a sort of good outcome when we get to the, the root of the the reason um and this can be relayed back to to the vet where the animal feels unwell when things are not necessarily easy to pick up now another question I'm often often asked um, by people that by the, the humans of their animals and this is do I need superpowers to be able to communicate with animals well this is also a um, misunderstanding because we are all born with the ability to communicate with every living thing animals plants the environment and one another animals themselves are highly intuitive creatures um, more so animals of the wild but even our domesticated animals still have this they are highly intuitive and it is this awareness um, our own intuition allows us if we allow our mind to relax and settle and still and trust it will actually allow you to communicate with your own animal but as I say most most of us don't trust information that starts to come through in the early stages and what you may also find if you want a little practice for yourself just sort of sit there when you're quietly and your animal can be in a different room or can be in a different space altogether you can still because it works by telepathy you can still tap into the animal regardless of time and space of where it may be and again it's asking your animal how is it what's it's doing does it like its food but also you may find if you just sit there quietly that you can become aware of your own body and any aches or pains in your own body as you are tuning to your animal. And these thoughts, again, may just come into your head, give you a feeling, and this is how we sort of start to communicate with our own animal. So no, you do not need to have superpowers. Animal communication really is something that we all have this ability to do. It's just allowing ourselves to trust and believe that the information that the animal shares with us is coming through. Um, and even myself in the early stages I sort of questioned it questioned it but gradually over time you start to feel more confidence in the information that comes through but there are times when I feel you can be just too close to actually connect and communicate clearly and this is when it can be at the end of an animal's lifetime to cross over again we can be too close then to make that to hear the communication clearly and also if we lose an animal missing lost not necessarily past the spirit world this also could be a time that can be quite challenging for us as their human to try and clearly connect and understand them because again our own emotions are in too high to be able to connect with them so basically animal communication is not about mind control it's not about diagnosing and prescribing medication it's there to support but also understand we all have the ability to check in tap in and communicate with our pets we just need to be more mindful to listen as they talk with us well thank you for listening i look forward to next time we will be talking about v for vortex healing so till the next episode take care bye bye Thank you for listening to the Holistic Jam podcast. If you have enjoyed listening, please do let me know by leaving a review and do not forget to subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. You are welcome to join my Animal Communication group, Animal Communication with Anita Denise on Facebook. I would love you to follow me on social media at Anita Denise.
If you would like to know more about working with me, head over to www.anitadenise.com. Until the next episode, thank you.